What's going on, world? Appreciate you tuning in today, and welcome to Well Connected. So today, we're going to talk about a very interesting topic. We're going to keep it political as usual, and that is the Republican Party, and more specifically, the conservative movement, the modern conservative movement, and more importantly, how, quite frankly, they lack at organic black outreach, and don't oftentimes seem to really want any black people in the Republican Party or conservative movement. Now, I'll start by saying I consider myself a politically independent. I'm not a registered Democrat or a Republican. Um, I don't use divisive talking points such as a Democrat plantation because that implies somehow some way that the Republican Party is not a plantation if we're talking figuratively like that. So I always come from a level of civility, respect, and open conversation because that's important, I think, for the black community, quite frankly, for all the different rules, regulation, policies um, that have negatively impacted the black community, quite frankly, have been happening and have occurred from a bipartisan perspective. So I don't uh, think that one party is objectively the um, betterment of the black community. But of course, in the past 60 plus years, Democratic Party, um, at least at times, has been the party that listens to the black community, at least in terms of trying to hear our problems and issues. Now, what to do something about that as owner of conversation, but uh, typically because stuff's so partisan, the mainstream Republican narrative seem to dismiss a lot of issues plaguing the black community or have dissenting, deferring views. All right, so now it's at a stage with that, right? I can talk all day about the shortcomings of the Democratic Party and why that's something that I don't um, align with enough to register as a Democrat or objectively just vote blue no matter who. I don't do that. No, I'm all about tangible policy for the black community. But today's podcast is really the criticism and critical critical element of the Republican Party and conservatives, right? But I'm not coming at it from a, a liberal, uh, emotional standpoint. I say it respectfully. Uh, I'm not a anti-Trump, never Trumper. Uh, I haven't voted for Trump either, um, but I'm also can talk objectively about that. So I think it's important because those times automatically, if you are critical of the Republican Party uh, or critical conservative movement in some capacity, then automatically that must mean, oh, you're on Democratic plantation or you're just, you know, you love, you just say you hate Trump. And nah, that's not the case here, right? You can talk objectively about these things. So with that being said, right, lately there has been a lot of hypocrisy, and for a long time, but a lot of hypocrisy within a conservative movement. And when I say that in terms of connection within the black community. So uh, as a large front, for me, I think one thing that turns me off from the Republican Party and officially joining that or even being aligning with it or outright call myself a conservative is that the conservative party does not, doesn't, it's not an academic-based party. And when I say academic-based, I'm not saying you have to go to college to be smart or know politics, no. But in research and, and in terms of actual scholar-viewed objectivity we're talking about these issues and things like backing up your facts conservative party does not oftentimes and most of the pundits don't engage in that to be fair a lot of liberals progressives don't either as well but again i'm talking about the republicans today right and for conservative movement which oftentimes uh, is supposed to be about free speech and open-mindedness and, and different conversations it's a lot of time based on emotion and from a not active perspective, meaning that there's journalist, journalistic integrity, uh, that there, you're backing up sources. You're not 
portraying things from a one side perspective to gauge a shock value element, right? You're not using straw man arguments um, to gauge some type of talking points. And that seems to be more or less of the conservative Republican Party. And how that trickles down into the black community is that, well, oftentimes, because stuff's so partisan nowadays, uh, a lot of times the Republican Party, conservative movement, anytime there's an issue that has anything to do with black people, quite frankly, any type of positive way, uh, it seems to be that is always shot down or is that there's some type of discernment that comes from that. And especially we're seeing right now with DEI and the, the hot talking points with that and to the affirmative action element and to as well, even with the book bannings, all these things are all interconnected in a sense. And quite frankly, due to propaganda, due to uh, um, subject, subject, subjectivity, there's not a true understanding, really, conservative movement about what these things actually are. The reality is they correlate to black. And I'm going to call it what it is. And I'm not even a race baiter. I'm not even type of person that does all those things. But I'm going to tell you what it is, because historically, that's also been a large reason why these things have happened to the black community. And this is the reason why the black community and Republican Party struggles so much to get any type of organic outreach. Like, we gotta be real and talk about this. Like, we can't just dance around it. And we know the dog whistling and things y'all are saying and doing. And it's like, look, you're not on trial. You're not trying to get here to get reasonable doubt. Like, you're trying to get more voters, right? So, to get more voters, instead of telling us why we're wrong, why we have to think a certain way, how about you listen to these actual problems that people consistently over time talk about? And that goes my first talking point. So, one of the biggest issues within the concerted movement. So oftentimes, they seem to, as much talk about like free speech, they like to tell black people kind of how to think. And, and when I say that in terms of that, like if a black person, you know, it, it says, you know, don't vote Democrat, then automatically I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a pat in the head. And the conservative's like, oh, you're, you're all right. If I say, well, Republican Party is also racist, then you're like, whoa, 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 you're not a free-minded, free-free thinker now. Um, there's a limit. Because consistently over time, it's like black people are allowed to think anywhere you want to think, especially as black American citizens. Like for myself, I consider myself a, a 1775 American because my family has done a sense of research into our genealogy here in America, United States, and has traced my ancestors' roots back to the 1700s. And time and time again, my family has served in every single war in this country's American history. My great-great-grandfather was a Buffalo soldier. I mean, I have lineage through all these different, uh, various distinct American moments in history. Growing up, I celebrated 4th of July every year. And Kwanzaa as well, too. Ooh, I know it's going to trigger some people because these are all American holidays and things. So sometimes the conservative movement in this, what's being patriotic, is, is painted from a very subjective point of view because it has always been another point of view and perspective in this country is black American citizens um, from slavery all the way to now into our current state of point. So we can never just tell black people how to think of what's supposed to be American those type of ways, right? And I think to make sure these talking points are put in place, the Republican Party oftentimes will have these black pundits and mainstream black conservatives that adhere to these talking points. And when I say that, there's like always a certain type now, again, one thing I have been um, very intrigued and learned about, there are a lot of black conservatives that are um, pro-black, that do want 
uh, things that better for the black community that aren't always about the dissenting view and always about blaming the black people, right? There is there's, there is a good amount. Uh, shout out to like the Sunny Johnsons of the world, right? Like these people who are actually keeping it real out here, right? But unfortunately, most mainstream black conservatives uh, are not the Sunny Johnsons. Um, and so these people are put in place again to oftentimes talk about all the issues and problems in the black community to have dissenting views that go against the mainstream talking points of the black community. And essentially they're, they're, they're the mouth box for uh, white conservatives who want to say these things, but don't want to be accused of racism. Right. So they have the black conservatives say that that's not all the time. And I'm not going to make a generalization, but I am going to be very objective about that. And that's one of the problems you see with people like, let's say Charlie Kirk who himself is a prominent now conservative voice from Turning Point USA. But Charlie is a non-academic. Charlie Kirk is a, is a college dropout. Charlie Kirk's highest earned achievement is a high school diploma. And I'm being objective when I say that. And for myself as a black American citizen, who's a three-time third-generation master's degree holder in my family, is sometimes very appalling when these conservatives like Charlie Kirk imply that black people are somehow lesser citizens or lesser academically or lesser qualified or that somehow some way if a black person is in any position of power or influence because it's a DEI hire or affirmative action hire like the issue with the within the conservative party and people like Charlie Kirk and these non-academics it does that they'll tell black people well everything is equal in this country and racism and white supremacy is just talking points and if you work hard and everything will happen based on merit Pull your bootstrap, pull yourself up by the bootstraps, right? That, that ideology. And then at the same time, they're like, well, any single black person in position of influence and power was a DEI hire. That's the only reason they got the job. They're not qualified. It's like, yo, you can't have both. You can't say at the same time, everything's based off of merit and working hard. And at the same time, any person or the black person in any position is somehow they're not as qualified for it. Nah, like that's anti-blackness and that's based out of racism. Like that's subconsciously or unconsciously what do you believe that that's what's happening here and i'm not gonna dilly dally and not call it what it is now that mindset has happened for years and again like for people like charlie kirk and turning point usa is that they'll again they'll put these different black conservatives who uh, to essentially be the descending talking points of these views right and there's a pattern of black conservatives in which me and myself as a black american citizen in which I have observed personally. So typically, a black conservative who is given a mainstream talking point, oftentimes it's a black conservative who either maybe served in the military, which is salute and thank you for your service. It's a black immigrant. So it may not be a black person that has the actual same um, understanding as a black American citizen who's descended of American slavery, who's gone through the various different issues that happened within American history. Because I want to be fair, much as I'm a Pan-Africanist and do believe uh, black people across the globe are interconnected, I also understand black America and black American citizen uh, experience is a very, very distinct experience like nothing else. So sometimes as well, when black immigrants, uh, they'll have for these conservative talking points, again, they're not talking from a, from an actual perspective as a black American, it's talking from a foreign perspective. And so those oftentimes are the people as well. Uh, oftentimes we'll have a black person who uh, dates or marries interracially. Uh, again, there's nothing wrong with that, you know, love who you want to love. However, uh, I do think personally that you, you can date interracially and still care about the betterment of the black community. 
However, most of the black conservatives that they put out there that do date interracially oftentimes seem to want to adhere or identify more with white American culture um, and it seemed to have a dissenting view on black American culture. Again, you could identify what a culture you want to do, but it do in a sense of thinking one is better than the other. And those types of uh, black conservatives, they interracially seem to have a narrative on that. So they get triggered anytime anything racial was brought up uh, because themselves um, identify very closely with white American culture. Right. And also think that somehow black American culture is a negative component. Right. Those two hands go together. Right. So, again, you're the military um, black conservative. Uh, you have your black immigrant black conservative. You have your black interracial uh, conservative. Right. Or as well, the fourth type is maybe a, uh, a mixed race uh, black conservative, uh, a biracial black conservative. Right. So there's someone, again, who is black, but also white as well. Uh, or mixed with another ethnicity, but typically um, it is white. And again, there's nothing wrong being uh, mixed race or biracial or anything at all. Well, not not celebrity, right? family um, um, in that component. However, um, those people seem to be not identified or have grew up with their black side. Um, and again, there's nothing wrong with that uh, situation. You can't control how you're raised, right? I'm not shaming them for that, your upbringing. However, for themselves because they have not uh, seemed to identify with their black side of their family or black culture element. Uh, again, they seem to identify a lot more with the white racial element. And because of that, they have an ignorant understanding of many black culture uh, revelations. And because they have not experienced that and don't have an outlet to experience that. And so because of that, they oftentimes may have a dissenting view against black culture and may go against oftentimes with white culture because that's what they uh, oftentimes would adhere to. And subconsciously as well, too, a lot of people may know, especially if you have friends or people like that who have maybe been raised in a uh, interracial or mixed uh, family household as well. Uh, sometimes subconsciously for them, that can be a big dynamic about uh, two different cultures and what we being viewed upon. And so those elements seem to kind of sometimes create a dissenting view. So again, you sometimes have the black military conservative, um, you have the black immigrant conservative, um, you have the um, black conservative dates interracially or married interracially, or you have the biracial or mixed uh, black conservative. And those four types seem typically to be the uh, prototypes of the mainstream black conservatives. And again, I want to say there's nothing wrong with having the outlier perspectives. Now, again, salute our military 100%. Um, Nothing wrong with that, but sometimes some military people in general uh, can have more conservative um, mindsets, right? That's not inclusive to race, quite frankly. So again, but because of that, though, that that is a prototype. And then as well, uh, for the black immigrant perspective, who, again, there's nothing wrong with being an immigrant or a black immigrant at all. I'm not about to do some divisive stuff at all. But I will call out where there's a missing component. Again, so with those pieces here, the reason why it's important to, have to, to make those distinctions is because when those people do speak out, white conservatives or other conservatives will take the talking points of that black conservative and be like, see, that's how they should think and make it as, well, that's that's the true way of thinking. And it's as if if you're not a conservative, a black conservative, and if you're a black Democrat, it's as if you're not allowed to think on your own and that if you have a dissenting view from those black conservatives, well, you're just stuck on Democrat plantation. You just can't think any differently. 
when quite frankly the irony is those black conservatives who are being elevated on these platforms are only there to talk about the negative elements and have a dissenting view from a black perspective. Like you look at someone like Candace Owens. I think Candace Owens is smart. I don't think Owens is stupid by any means necessary at all. I'm not gonna I'm not going to insult her intellectual ability. But with that being said, Candace Owens largely is put on a platform to speak on dissenting views that go against the black community or against black women. And when I say that, it's just that consistently over time, these people will reach, like go out their way, you like to have a dissenting view. You know, I agree with everything. Like I'm pro-black, but I don't agree with everything the black community puts out. But you don't always have to go out your way to have the sending view, essentially to shoot it down, to take away the legitimacy of the issue or promise being talked about. Like, that's the sole purpose. You look at like, someone like Jason Whitlock. So again, like, it's crazy. I grew up watching, like, a PTI with my dad and stuff like that as well. He was actually, like, a respected sports columnist. I don't know what happened in his career over time, but clearly he needs money and attention. So he's uh, publicly gone this conservative route. But his route, again, is not solutionary-based. Jason Whitlock's only form of existence is to have a dissenting view on black athletes and black talking points. Like Jason Whitlock isn't brought in to talk about inflation or foreign policy or immigration law. Like he's not respected for that. The only sole reason you he has a platform is to be a dissenting view and talking points. And quite frankly, it's just reaching. And it's just tearing down a community. It's not offering solutions. That's a problem. See, my issue is that like, I, I, I agree in a accountability and, and i'm not for victimhood okay but you also gotta bring solutions to the table like larry elder his whole thing's about fatherless homes and that's the biggest issue plaguing the black community it's true i will announce that fatherless homes is a big issue but larry elder never talks about the systematic reasons why there's so much fatherless homes i'll talk about the war on drugs they're talking about uh, um 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 the way that the uh, welfare system has been uh, um, targeting the black community. Then talk about the Section 8, system eight um, Section Eight housing and how that system is set up to and, and has in, incentivizes for the black men not be in the household. Right? Then talk about the uh, uh, you know prison the pipeline uh, industry that targets our black male youth. Um, there's so many elements and reasons that do impact why there are so much fathers' homes. Right? And I'm still about accountability in the day, but like there's a systematic elements that have happened and quite frankly if these black conservatives weren't really lazy and just actually did some research you see a lot of these stuff are quite frankly democratic policies that led to this right but it's so much easier to just blame black people exclusively for these issues and problems again like black conservatives when they a lot oftentimes the mainstream ones they say these dissenting and negative talking points to talk down to black community and they say things as if like they're aha moments as if only a black conservative can think that there's issues in the black community as if that Black people aren't really smart enough to identify, understand these problems or issues. And if they did, they'd be a concern just like us. So, well, no, there is there is an independent balance. Like, you can understand that white supremacy and racism has 100% objectively occurred in our country. And absolutely, it still impacts the country. Like, y'all got to agree with that because of objective history. And that's one thing as well. That's like, I think a lot of times conservatives and a lot of white conservatives will, because... The black conservatives around them or the black people they know, just because they agree with them doesn't mean that's how all the black community thinks. It's like we're not just saying this stuff to say these things. And 
again, they, they hide behind straw man arguments and, and these talking points. And, oh, I'm not really racist. I'm just saying what it is. Here's a subjective statistic. Like, for example, like conservatives love talking about how, you know, now they're realizing that the FBI actually could be not the most positive agency and the fact that the FBI actually targets American citizens now and is seeing us out with January 6th and all these elements and how the FBI is targeting things, especially with President Trump and all his legal woes and things. It's like, well, they're now understanding that these people are on our side. And in the same breath, use some FBI statistic to downsize and downplay the black community. <laughs> you know, right? It's like you can't have both. It can't be some respected organization. You take some statistic to negatively talk about the black community and yet somehow some way it's the the worst thing in the world you can't trust this organization right like it's not consistent with that and within these talking points again like they have to be more consistent like there's a lot of conservatives who what turns me off are i would say america second conservatives like they talk about being america first conservatives but their instant and, and quite very concerning um, loyalty to foreign nations, it concerns me as a black American citizen, as an American citizen, quite frankly. It's like I don't understand how you can call yourself America first, right? Yet you have no issue or problem blindly backing and giving billions of dollars to foreign nations. These same foreign nations are literally impacting our election cycle from how much money they influence in lobbying. It's crazy. So I don't understand how you can call yourself America first, but you're so quickly ready to sell out American citizens on behalf of a foreign nation. And these are problems and issues that the black community sees as well. You can sit here and not treat us like American citizens at times or think lesser of us, but here you are running and hiding and on your knees for a whole other foreign nation. It's very interesting. And those are just some of the hypocrisy and negative elements that go on within the conservative movement. Like someone like Charlie Kirk again as well, um, college dropout Charlie Kirk. You know, college dropout Charlie Kirk on Martin Luther King Day uh, wrote some article trying to downplay and downside Martin Luther King and, and trying to you know, attack his character and essentially tell black people, he's not a good person. You shouldn't follow him. We shouldn't have a holiday about him. Okay. And it's like, What's the point of this? Like, is Charlie Kirk is someone who has turned point USA? Let's talk about black it, black it, black it. The whole black black exit, the Republican Party, you know, leaving Democratic Party, which in itself, largely is like a DEI, if you will, under the conservative talking points. It's a DEI project that specifically outlined get black conservatives registered with the Republican Party, and Charlie Kirk led this, right? So for him to come off with this whole talking points of terror Martin Luther King and his legacy and trying to tarnish his name what are you doing are you trying to get more black people within the Republican Party conservative talking points movement or are you trying to give the Democratic Party a win like all you're doing is telling black people don't come vote for us stay with the Democrats hey you know Democrats say Republican Party is racist here hold my beer I'll show them like this is not smart and an issue with Charlie Kirk is that he doesn't register new Republicans that's why I'm like, quite frankly, to me, he does more harm than good Republican Party. And if any Trump advocates are out there or Trump supporters, surrogates, I'm telling you right now, Charlie Kirk and Turning Point USA, typically Charlie Kirk, is, is doing more harm and in, in, in negatively impacting and 100 percent is is negatively impacting black American citizens from registering with, with the Republican Party or even I thinking about going for President Trump. 
because these continued negative talking points downplay American citizens and quite all just anti-black rhetoric. It's lazy. It's anti-intellectual. There's no academic quota behind it. People are not respected. People are privileged. And don't get it twisted. Everybody has privilege in some sense in their country, right? So, But I'm telling you where the privilege comes from because it's not hard work. It's not merit. Like someone like Charlie Kirk, who again is a college dropout. Yes, Charlie Kirk is, is smart. I'm not going to sit here and, and say that intellectually he's not. Uh, but he's lazy. He's a grifter. He's a race baiter. Again, he doesn't use academic integrity. He doesn't use scholarly resources. He just says things that have a racial connotation to it and use straw man arguments to get clickbaits and shock value. Check the community notes. But these people represent a conservative movement. And I quite frankly don't understand what is your issue you're doing? How does this help out within the black community right now? How does it help out get more votes for President Trump? How does it help out the Republican Party? These things make no sense to me. As much as DEI and affirmative action and critical race theory, these are all elements that have to talk about black people. And I understand there's some pushback in things, but objective American history is American history. Like, we can't sit and act like a lot of these things didn't happen in America. With Governor Santos down in Florida, I can't get jiggy with the whole thing he was doing with the, with the, the backing books, and especially with trying to, uh, the terminology and downplay slavery and talking about slaves earned trades from slavery in time. Slavery is one of the most horrendous actions in human history. And I'm not even getting to all the negative points from it, but there's nothing positive about it. I don't care how you want to sit and spin this and talk about this, but you're lacking participant observation. You're lacking a validity and respect. You're lacking research and decorum, um, academic validity. Most conservative pundits and talking points, they don't write papers. They don't publish work. They get on YouTube, they have podcasts, and they have these talking points. And people just listen to their talking points and run with them. But they're not based on academic uh, elements at all. This whole element that black people are not equal, the whole thing lately with the black pilots and how Charlie Kirk, again, college dropout Charlie Kirk, um, said that, you know, if he got on a plane, a black pilot, he'd be scared. He don't think the black pilot is qualified. This is lazy anti-black rhetoric. The fact that you think people just get picked off the streets, they don't have to go through uh, extensive training, the same type of requirements and regulations like anyone else but because they're black, they're not qualified for it. I'm not going down like that. Black American citizens are overly qualified. Again, for myself, I'm a third generation master's degree holder. I'm very blessed for the honor and privilege, right? Um, again, but it's something my family's worked hard for, it's something that um, opportunities education is very important, but has been there for years. There's many, many qualified standard black people getting positions. And so, again, you can't have best of both worlds. You can't talk about how, oh, everything's equal and work hard and get it on merit. And then be like, well, if you're black, or you're going to get it. You're a DEI hire. Uh-uh, nah. They're gonna go, they ain't going down like that, okay? Uh, again, these continued negative elements, like, again, just the, the pushback so much and talking down on black Americans' experience in this country. Like, again, it's like, I, my family's been in this country just as long as anyone else in this country. And so, you know, for myself, like, you have to understand that, like, you're not the only American experience in this country. The black American uh, descendants of uh, American slavery is one of the most distinct and just organic experience in this country because we have have persevered so much. Like, that's why for myself, like, I'll never say pick up my bootstraps up or anything like that and talking down. But also at the same time, I don't, uh, I think accountability and not being victim 
is a key component to success in this country, especially with the Black American experience, yet at the same time, recognizing the role uh, that white supremacy and racism has played in uh, systematic policy, uh, policing, and, uh, and statutes and regulations. Like, these things don't happen. So, again, like, it is possible, I don't think conservatives understand this, like, you can have a very independent mindset, you can have some conservative views and talking points, quite frankly, and not be a Democrat. But it doesn't automatically mean that you're going to be Republican or conservative either. Again, because, like I talked about, look at a lot of these prominent conservatives out here, black conservatives, they're going to probably fall into some of those four or five categories, which I said, which are just kind of the prototype for the black conservative. And because of that, they at some point in time are going to have a dissenting view or have some type of affection to get cookies or brownie points um, for, quite frankly, white acceptance and for white approval. It's something that a lot of black liberals and progressives, quite frankly, do the exact same thing where they need this uh, sense of black, uh, excuse me, white acceptance and white approval. And black conservatives are actually no different from that regard. And it's quite frankly, it's a turnoff for the Democratic Party, too, for me as well. Uh, I think that these things need to be talked about in our country. Um, this changing of, of, of American history, uh, not want to talk about slavery or the role that racism has played in our country. It's a very dangerous, slippery slope. And in fact, this is what happened in Nazi Germany when it went through as well and started uh, uh, editing the books as well and changing the history and things. And that led to the Holocaust, some of the worst experience in human history. Um, and so as much as a lot of conservatives oftentimes are uh, pro-Israel and, and Zionists, um, they seem to not understand the playbook that was done upon those people. And that they don't understand that's what we're doing right now in our country. And if you don't learn from history, history will repeat itself again. I don't think we're moving towards civil war. I don't think talking about race and talking about objective American history is, is bringing on a civil war. I think it brings on respect and, and close-knit understanding. I think the biggest takeaway needs to be like white conservatives and black conservatives and black liberals and white liberals like, yo, at the end of the day, it's us versus them. And I say that like it's not a ideology. And I'll say this, you can take how you can, but like during COVID and with lockdowns and, and different things that have happened, you saw very much that it's like a government versus the people when it comes down to these things, right? Like it doesn't matter what political view you had at that point. Like if like the police were shutting down your business, they're shutting down your business, right? Like, and again, what you agree with that or not agree with that, but that's what's happening. So like a lot of times these partisan elements and the racial element and things like that are divisive, right? But they think there are talking points that are important. I do think Democratic Party oftentimes uses race as a crutch to um, to just play partisan games and blame Republicans for issues where they themselves are exploiting black people, too. And because they use this kind of like cry wolf perspective, a lot of Republicans and conservatives will automatically not want to talk about any type of um, racial connotation because they think it's a Democratic talking point in those different pieces. So I understand that point, what happens, and that's why I can't get jiggy with Democratic Party either. But that's not going to push them towards the Republican Party. I think that has to be a lot more organic outreach, a lot more understanding, a lot more open conversations. Just because a black conservative has a negative, has a talking point that goes against that goes against Republicans, goes go against Democrats, does not mean that talking point adheres to all black people. Nor do all black people need to follow that talking point behavior. Like when Jason Whitlock was getting criticized, it wasn't because he was a black conservative or he can't have a different talking point to go against the black community. He can have it all day. You say something stupid, you say something that's not based out of academic proportion or based out of some type of false 
talking points, then you get called on it, just like anyone else can. Like that's the thing. Like black, like they think of black conservatives criticized, white conservatives come hopping in their mentions and stuff like that to save them. Oh, you can't think differently now. First of all, you're not black. This don't got nothing to do with you. And when I say that, I don't mean that you can't have an opinion on it. But I'm saying is that like, where's opinion coming from? Because it's not lacking any cultural backing or cultural understanding. And so you can't tell people how they're supposed to think. Just as much as like, I'm not going to tell another culture how they're supposed to think if I can't hear or, or get it or understand it. That's not fair. Right. But again, it goes back to the kind of control element of, you know, who who does what? The Republican Party can't play back and forth talking about how Lincoln freed the slaves and, and take credit for that. And at the same time, talk about, wow, we shouldn't really talk about slavery like that and don't need this partisan element to it and things. Like they take credit for stuff and the Democrats when they can. But when it's time to have any type of integrity, have any type of uh, accountability, then it's automatically, no, this is a Democratic talking point. And so that non-academic background, again, most conservative pundits are not academic um, backgrounds to them. They use subjective, emotional, and quite really emotional. Like a lot of conservatives now are very, very emotional. And when I say that, is that like they get very triggered easily. They don't talk with civility or respect. They can't see things from an objective point of view. So, um, you know, it, it is a big component and stuff like that that I think needs to be um, looked into. Um, if there's ever going to be organic outreach within the black community, like Charlie Kirk, got to stay away. I'm going to say it again. Republicans out there, keep Charlie Kirk away from the campaign. He's not bringing any new voters. I'm telling you, he may say these gaslighting and, 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 and dog whistling and racial connotation things that might stir up that inner base that's already there. But those are the same exact people that vote for Trump last time. Well, he lost. Like, it's not new voters. I'm telling you right now, just because those black conservatives he gets for Turning Point USA and a disaster of Blexics, okay, which is terrible. And by the way, just because a black influencer has a video of some rapper or something like that saying something somewhat positive of Trump or talking about the idea of not voting for Biden does not mean that a black people is going to be a black wave suddenly for conservative movement. Because I'm telling you as an actual independent, as somewhat conservative, none of that stuff gets to me or ever get me to vote for the conservative Republican Party. So I'm telling y'all, those people are grifters, okay? They're saying what they need to say to make money off of y'all. I got enough integrity where I don't need to grift. I'm call what it is, right? But I'm telling you, if there ever be growth within the Republican Party for the black community, honest and hard conversations need to happen about American objective history. You look like someone like Vivek, who's got embarrassed out here in Iowa in the caucus while he had to drop out to get on his knees and endorse Trump. I'm not with Vivek, because Vivek consistently over time criticizes black American history, criticizes black American holidays, talked down on black American culture. Well, he himself is a first-generation American. He's an immigrant. His families came here 40 years ago. My parents have been married longer, 45 years, by the way, than his parents have been in this country. But somehow, some way, he can talk down a black American culture? No. And I'm thinking somehow I'm going to sit around and vote for these people? No, I'm not doing that. So again, a lot of black conservatives that do have those talking points don't necessarily always adhere or recognize other black conservatives. So I'm talking to you right now, uh, conservative movement. If you want to get some real black outreach or any type of growth within it as well, you need to check the base that you're bringing in. Check the voices you're bringing in because you want to have real actual organic outreach. You need to have views that don't always go with yours. 
And that's the beauty of our country. And that's supposed to be what diversity, equity, inclusion is suddenly about as well. But again, that's a whole nother talking point and a triggering talking for others. But that's what happens. We don't have academic scholars in the room, right? So I say that as well is that we need to understand that it's different issues that we're dealing with here. Again, CRT, affirmative action, DI is not going to help inflation. It's not going to stop the fentanyl being cr- brought across the country. Uh, it's not going to stop uh, uh, foreign nations from uh, uh, um, you know, threatening our country. Uh, there's so many larger macro perspective issues. But again, the, the Republican Party and conservative movement is such caught up on one-upping and trying to get the libs and haha, we'll get them. These are emotional battles and things and why the true elements of the Democratic Party and liberals are creating the actual laws and regulations that's happening. The Republican Party consistently loses because you're a loser party. And I said, I'll say it again. You're a loser party. The Democrats keep beating you. Those guys. Wow. Like, I'm, I'm amazed every time. Like, really? <laughs> so get it together. OK, because election season coming up and I'm telling you, third party all day before I sit down and vote for a Republican or a Democrat at that point right now. Right. So, yeah, y'all got to hamper it up because if you want some true independent viewpoints that don't actually go against all the same talking points. Yeah, there could be a whole big uh, a blue, a, a big red wave, quite frankly, but you're too lazy to actually go ahead and do it. So that's my challenge. That's my thoughts. That's my views. I'm going to keep coming with that heat because I'm going to tell you right now, these conservatives that use anti-black talking points or racially uh, uh, triggering talking points. I'm not going to stand for that because you're America's second second conservatives trying to talk down on America first and American citizens. You heard? So come with that heat. I appreciate you tuning in. Stay tuned for next week. Got a lot more to talk about. Watch out for trolls. Watch out for the non-academics. And wokeness is not an academic account. Just want to say that. Heat's coming. Appreciate you tuning in. Stay hip. Stay woke. Stay connected.